gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance woman. Melissa Itell Joran. If you go to melissaiteljoran.com, uh, you can see two documentaries. She's the author of several books. She is the subject, or she was the subject of a uh, of a long radio series, and more recently, over the last several years, has been the host of her own show, as you know. And we appreciate everyone tuning in. And uh, on the Melissa I Tell Joran show, there are hundreds upon hundreds of shows. And she's always terrific. Proud to be her co-host each and every week. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, yeah, do- doing well. Um, how is uh, President Biden doing is a, is a better question, right? I mean, is... Is uh, is President Biden doing okay? Ukraine seems like a like a uh, a powder keg over there, and I don't know. I mean, I, I, are are you comfortable with everything that's going on? No, of course I'm I'm not comfortable. I mean, he may think uh, everybody's fooled, and and his State Department can issue all kinds of things that they're they've listed demands, and and they're going to pull out all the you know all the stops with with Putin, but. Uh, what it what all comes down to is Putin's laughing at us. He knows that, that this is a pushover country. We're in you know, terrible shape. We have internal problems. Uh, we have uh, not only do major cities have have crime spikes and police deaths, especially here in, in New York, um, but we're uh, torn asunder, and we just we're only worried about. Um, you know, uh, and, and I don't mean to be disparaging transgender politics, yeah. uh, COVID, mask mandates, and we're, and we we seem to miss the bigger picture. We're just not, you know, we're 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 te- technically a laughing stock in the, on the world scene. And uh, Biden may have a reprieve because he's he's got a retirement on the Supreme Court bench in the in the person of of, of Justice Stephen Beyer who was, 80, I believe, 83 years old and was nominated by President Clinton back in the mid-'90s, who also happens to be, um, Breyer happens to have been a, a, one of the uh, inside players on the judicial uh, circuit back then. Everybody, he knew everybody, and everybody knew him, and that's how he seemed to, he got his, uh, he got his appointment. But... Um, so he, so you know, so so Biden can, you know, can brag about all how he's going to put on a, he's going to put a black woman on the bench, and and he's excited, and 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 he may think that'll distract people, but I I don't know, I'm not sure if it, you know, if that's going to be enough with this situation that's going on. Yeah, you know, he's um, he he always telegraphs his punches. Um, you know, in other words, he, he narrows it down and, you know, it almost sounds like a, a quota system. And I'm not criticizing him for that. I mean, that's, you know, whatever it is, it is. But you remember at one point, you know, uh, he was like, I'm going to put a woman on the ticket with me. And, of course, he came up with Kamala. Right. And uh, and but he says it. You know, he's like, uh, you know, and so it wouldn't matter whether, you know, the next coming of uh, Abraham Lincoln was uh, was on the, uh, uh, you know, on the horizon. Uh, He is not going to put that person in or he wasn't going to put that person in as 
as vice president. I guess we should be thankful for that because the guy he would have picked most likely at that time, the mainstream Dems wanted Andrew Cuomo, and of course that would have been humiliating you know, uh, if if that all happened under uh, under that situation. But now here for uh, Supreme Court, he's saying I'm going to put an African American woman or you know a woman of color on. And you know what? It's uh, it's it's fine that he's doing that. But I wonder if people are bothered by that. You know that he's he's uh, in the pigeonholing what he's uh, what what he can choose, who he can choose from. And and listen, uh, for the record, I'm sure there's a lot of qualified African-American women that are going oh, yeah. to be mm-hmm. just great on the bench. Uh, I, I guess mm-hmm. the question is, is President Biden the guy to do it? And he's the only one at this point uh, who can do it. Frank McKay here so much more importantly. Melissa Itel Juren is our host each and every week. Um, Melissa, but it, it, consider that, right? I mean, is this? Do you think this bothers anyone that he says I'm going to put a woman on the ticket, and then I'm going to put an African American woman on the uh, on the bench? Um, it does it bring up the idea of quotas? Well, I mean, we know he—that's what he's promised. That's how he—he he, he solidified his 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 uh, election. He, he made all these promises that he thought everybody wanted to hear. Everybody wants a, a woman of color. Well, that's you know that that's that, I think that's part and parcel for him, and uh, I, I'm sure there, as you said, there are several candidates whose names have come up. Most of them are, are judges. Um, there's one uh, who was recently appointed to the federal bench who seems to be uh, to be uh, front on the front end on the short list. Um, uh, so, I guess um, I guess whatever they want the the the, the mission of, of the a mission statement of the of, of the Biden administration has always been to have diversity to do what they feel the public wants. So first, he did was uh, uh, nominate. Um, uh, Kamala Harris as his vice president. He felt that there was a need not only for a woman but for a woman of color, and and he feels that that the Supreme Court is sorely missing a, a, a person of color, and in his view, a woman of color. You have a man. You have Clarence Thomas, who is the much despised um, African American uh, justice on the Supreme Court, as, as far as liberal circles are concerned. And uh, to bring in another man, I, I don't think would do the job. And, and yes, is it constricting? It is constricting because you, he, he's looking for someone who does, on the surface, check off all the boxes. But of course, she has to have the credentials. And uh, he's also not limiting himself to people who went to, you know, the Ivy League law schools. One of the one of the people, and I don't, I'm assuming, I'm, we don't know who who he's considering yet. He said he'll have the decision by the end of February. Uh, it did not go to an Ivy League law school, so uh, I don't think that's a, a big, uh, you know, deal breaker. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett went to Notre Dame. She's not. She didn't go to an Ivy League law school. Uh, most of the justices uh, uh, have. They are graduates graduates of Ivy League law schools. I don't think that's necessarily the predominating, you know, predominating um, credential. Um, but yes, he, he, is he boxing himself in? <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, kind of. I mean, he's excluding perhaps women, who, other women, white women, uh, Asian women who are tremendously qualified and talented. But he feels that, that he wants a, a, he wants he wants to um, answer for that, you know, for, for that uh, characteristic. He wants he wants 
someone on uh, to represent that 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 population that 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 group to, to show that see we do have representation we are a diverse uh, country and we we want our 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 judicial branch to reflect our population yeah right i mean he's uh, he's looking to please that demographic in his uh, uh, you know in his quest for possible reelection or approval oh or whatever oh yeah both, mm-hmm. right you know i mean it's you know, let's uh, let's see what goes on there. How is he? How is he looking lately? I mean, you know, people are are outright saying he's uh, he's suffering from dementia. He's suffering from this. Um, he's not. You know, look. I mean, he, he's clearly not the Joe Biden of of 20 years ago. And and by the way, I'm not saying that. Tw- that, that's some, uh, you know, some uh, paradigm of, <laughs> that's some, uh, uh, you know, model of, of excellence that Joe Biden of 20 years ago. But, you know, he's not the same guy that was, um, that was plagiarizing uh, papers in college, you know. He's lost a step, right? I mean, uh, it's fair to say that. But how much of a step has he lost? And actually, before you answer that, let me remind folks once again, Melissa, I tell Joran.com is where you should go to watch the documentaries. Melissa, uh, I how much of a step has he lost? Is he is he way out there? Is he just is he like you know sick grandpa mode? Is he uh, uh, in, in the memory unit type thing? Is uh, you know in your opinion, is he uh, is he Gonzo? Is he Gonzo? <laughs> oh, he's many things. I don't know. I haven't. Gonzo hasn't crossed my mind. <laughs> Is he, is, is he is his mind you know just is is he shot or is he just wounded i well i, I we don't know what he thinks he is does he know where he is no. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> at any given moment he may think he's back in the u.s senate i don't know yeah, but no it, i shouldn't say it. but it appears to be that right it appears to be yeah. he is uh uh he is uh, clearly not uh not in great form mentally correct well it's hard you know when you reach a certain age yeah i'm not putting him down i'm i'm not i'm yeah, not even yeah. suggesting i'm i'm kind of asking you know is he yeah. is he at that point is he at the point where democrats are saying yes uh he is uh you know he's clearly um you know not as sharp as he used to be do they say that I don't think uh, I, I don't think they say that publicly. I'm sure uh, behind closed doors they they all acknowledge it. You know, it's it's a tough situation, and he was chosen to to um, fulfill a, um, a, a a mission which was to defeat Trump, and he did that. He, they kept him in the basement long enough, and he did. Enough people just wanted Trump out of the way, and uh, that gave him the the edge. And he, you know, he said in the last week or so uh, that he asked Kamala to run with him again. So, you know, uh, let's let's see what happens. I, the midterms, I think the midterms are, are a foregone conclusion unless something happens between now and then, and that either wipes the, you know, that that per, that that pushes the midterm elections uh, in def, out of the way indefinitely, and, and or, or who knows. But I think the midterms are are are, are already. Uh, we know that what the we know what the tea leaves are going to read, and uh, he knows it too, and the party knows it. And uh, this, uh, the Senate might be—it's a, a possibility. The Senate, the composition of the Senate might change, and then uh, maybe they think by sheer luck they get they 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 
coast along. They they just you know take it on head on and and just you know stay as afloat as they possibly can. They'll be able to retain the White House in some way or another, whether he's there or, or he steps down because of uh, health issues or whatever, or um, they, some or Hillary comes on the scene, or, or I don't know who else. You know who knows. You, you know what uh, you know, I, I thought it was funny. A, a friend of mine said the same line that you said that uh, that he mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, he mentioned about uh, Kamala. Uh, he's asked her to mm-hmm. run again. Uh, my friend said it would have been funny if right before he said that, uh, you gave uh, Kamala Harris a uh, a drink, and she took a sip right as he said that to see if she'd do a spit take. You know, like when he said, it, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know. I, I mean, was I wonder if that was news to her that she was she was asked or if she if she could keep it. But they should have had a camera on her at that moment just to see what her reaction was, right? I mean, is she uh, did did she did she choke? Did she uh, did, did she roll her eyes? Did she do something? But I I wonder what her reaction to running again under Joe Biden is. Um, I mean, she can't look at her numbers, and she's not delusional. Where she looks at her numbers and say, you know, I'm, I'm blowing the the, uh, the roof off of this this job. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready for a promotion. I don't think she's saying that, right? I mean, I, she's not looking at her numbers. I, yeah, I'm sure she knows what the numbers are. She said, she she said publicly when anyone in an interview, uh, that's just a poll, and and they they don't let polls get in the way. Polls are. You know, polls are are, are 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 momentary, and and they go away, and they come back, and then things change. They're not permanent. And what counts is the job that they're doing for all of America. Since they have a message for America, the Republicans have no message. They have, they don't stand for anything. Yeah, right. You know, that's you know, that's what you would want her to say if you were a Dem, right? I mean, that's what else can you say? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you say. Oh, what what else would anyone say? Yeah, I mean, it's just a poll, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't, we don't, yeah, we don't. It's like with with movie reviews. Some you know, some people say I I always read the movie reviews. They they so and so said this is terrible. Gave it one star. This one gave it negative negative one star or whatever. Mm-hmm. Other people say, oh, I don't read the reviews. I I watch what I want. I don't care what the reviewers say. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of like that, but I I think uh-huh. y- you do look at you know Rotten Tomatoes, you know, before oh. you watch a film. Yeah. You, know. you might, sure, sure, it's out there. Why not? Why not? Uh, let yeah. Me, let me ask you this: We're talking about an African American woman or or a woman of color to go on the bench. Is there any mention at all about Letitia James? Our no. Uh, we no. haven't heard her at all, right? No, she's busy with um, Donald Trump. She's trying to get, you know, she already, uh, she's already gone after him on, uh, on his business dealings. So she's busy with him. She's not running for governor. She disbanded her gubernatorial committee or whatever it was. Exploratory, Um, whatever. Yes, we're exploratory, whatever it is. Um, so she's not. Uh, no, Letitia James is. I don't think she's in. The, she's in the league. She's not in that league. No, I, I wouldn't. Trump, she will be, right? I mean, uh, I don't see her. No, I don't think so. I, I don't see her. She's not in, in Supreme Court league. 
there's a difference. Not that the Supreme Court nominees or or, or eventual justices are are perfect. I, I have I have serious problems with Sotomayor and uh, some of the information she's been dispelling recently. They're not all geniuses. They're not all great. Mm. Uh, it's been a strange. It was a strange court and makeup for a while, in my opinion. Uh, but Letitia James is not in the. She's not in the league. She's not in the same league with with the Supreme Court nominees. Yeah, well, it wasn't say, uh, you know, it, her name will skyrocket if she gets Trump. Not go Right. Yeah. If, 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 Possibly, but m m maybe for elected office here, right, right. I don't see her, I can't see her, you know, standing in the hollow halls of, of, uh, of, the, of the Supreme Court. So yeah, she's not taking over for, for Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, uh, anytime soon. <laughs> the late, I should say, the late Justice Ginsburg. Uh, Ginsburg. Uh, let me also think about, or we, we should uh, we should think about the uh, the idea that um, while he's he's telegraphing his punches, uh, he said he's going to go he's going to go here he's going to go uh, to African American community. Um, is anybody is anybody bringing up uh, why are you making that a criteria? And I'm not against that. I mean, I, I get it. I, I get what he wants to do. He wants to make history, right? He wants to, uh, mm -hmm. he, he wants to, um, you, you know, keep his commitment to everything else there. But it, it's, am I the only one asking this question? And I'm not against, I'm, you know, not necessarily against uh, any of this. But um, aren't the uh, Republicans screaming like, hey, you know, you can't do that? Or is everybody, are we at the point where you don't ask that question anymore? I guess it, it depends. I think in the Republicans' best interest, it might not be. It would probably be a good idea not to say anything right now, and just not, not, uh, not let the not let attention go on uh, whether or not this this uh, process is going to go through or not, or how long it's going to take, or not pull a Merrick Garland. Right, right. That's the other thing. Uh, hey, um, this is a very dark subject. I I just feel terrible. Even mm -hmm. every time I see it, but the police shootings, and you mm -hmm. know we're switching gears here. But uh, wow, yeah. my heart goes out to these these yeah, folks and the, and yeah, the families. But I it, know it, it's it's becoming way too commonplace, and and I, I don't know if this is the year of that. I hope it hope it's not. But we're starting out the year in a very, you know, in a terrible uh, spot. Uh, address that if you would. I mean, um, I'm sure you you know we all. Uh, we we all uh, you know send our thoughts and prayers out to the families and to the the folks that are out there. But what's what's your take on the shootings? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Oh, it's just horrific. I I don't know if this is what it's going to take to get gun con gun reform laws, police uh, in, uh, a a readdress re of police policies. That's just terrible. It's awful. These these young men who haven't hadn't even had a chance to live their lives. You know, they're true heroes, and and yeah, I know there there were mistakes made in that that call. First of all, the woman who called about her son, she maybe she should have warned the, you know, the 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 nine one one operator that her son was armed, that he was deranged, that he was right. mentally ill, and instead of letting them send in a you know two off three officers would uh, send the first two and the ones who who, who sustained the injuries, the life threatening injuries. You know, maybe they would have. They'd be here today. It just, it just takes. It just, it, it just deflates you. It takes 
it takes the life out of you when you think about the 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 the, the loss of life and 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 the there the, 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 the was so I don't even know if they were thinking about it. they knew they had to do a job they weren't thinking about themselves they're not here they have the opportunity to to live out their lives to 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 go through all the milestones that we we normally associate with as we you know we go on in life and and their families um, had had arranged funerals for them and there was a big funeral yes was it one today or was it yesterday i think it's one of the officers the, 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 the last week the um uh i don't remember his name but uh, he he died right away, uh, and the other one he clinged for life for a while, and I guess the brain injury was just it was too it was just too much. He, they couldn't save him, and and now they have to his family has to put him to rest. And he was only tw- uh, 27. I, I mean, you, you talk you, you talk about the uh, the loss of life, uh, senseless uh, loss of life, but. Uh, it, you know, the ages just kill me. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. a, a, any a, any officer. I mean, uh, you know, if a 40-year-old officer got shot, you know, you're going to be brokenhearted. I know. But That's bad, too. It's 20, bad. You know, I mean, the 20s. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're ju- their lives are just getting started. And yeah. I, I, right. I just, I, I, I didn't even, I, I have a hard time even. It's very hard to fathom that. It really is. Yeah. And and I think the one who, one of them I was an organ donor. I mean that's really not, yeah it's just it's just so sad. Wow. Yeah, I, I just yeah again our our hearts and our thoughts, prayers and and well wishes go out to uh, the family. I don't even know what to say. I mean it's so. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. Terrible. Yeah, everybody's just broken up over it. People, people who obviously never knew them went to the funeral because it was a, there was a public. You know, there, there, it, it was open to the public, at least the, you know, outside the chapel, and people just went. They were just so broken up over it. It's just so upsetting. And I mean, is this what we've come to? I mean, and and, and plus, you know, we've had a, um, a recent spate of, of of commuters on the subway platforms being attacked or thrown to their deaths, and homeless, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, abounding on on the on the platforms and the lack of police. I mean, we need we really need help. The city is just the city is just going down the going down the train. I mean, we've this is I don't know if we're, are we worse than what we were in the seventies. This is this is getting to the point where yeah right are we are we worse than the seventies? You know I remember when uh, when. Uh, the uh, the mayor was Dinkins, uh, uh, David Dinkins, and it, it was it was a scary place. I mean the uh, oh yeah yeah city was. I was in there all the time, and it was just it was a seriously scary place. And uh, I don't know if we just reversed and got back to where we were with Dinkins uh, through De Blasio, because De Blasio was terrible. I, I mean, oh, yeah. lasting effects of Bill de Blasio, and I know we joke about him all the time, and we, whatever. I, I mean, he has done serious damage to this beautiful city of ours. Uh, during Giuliani and during uh, uh, Bloomberg, I look, love those guys or hate those guys. I, they did a great job compared to what we had after that. Bill de Blasio has has just laid, you know, laid wreckage upon this uh, upon this city. 
and, and you hope that Mayor Adams uh, can, could somehow turn it around. Uh, any early signs? Look, he just got there, and it's not even a month yet. But any early signs that uh, that you're encouraged by Mayor Adams? I don't know. I think he's I think he's slowly coming around, um, and he's he's going to try. I mean, his first couple of weeks have been uh, they've been nothing but you know this tragedy, that tragedy, now the police, the shooting of the two policemen, uh, the woman who was thrown to her death on the subway tracks. He hasn't had a break. I mean, it's I don't know how much time he spends in his office. He's been beset with these horrific incidents, and I think he wants to come to, to grips with them. Um, the other problem is uh, the DA, the Manhattan DA, um, Governor Hocus. Yes, Governor Hocus Pocus, uh, A.K.A. Kathy Hochul, who is uh, running, running for you know in her right for to, to to win the office uh, in, in, in the next election, and actually leads the pack of Democrats so far, as far as uh, I guess fundraising. I don't know. Um, she's she was going to meet with um, with with D.A. Bragg. And I don't know if she's going to read the riot act to him, but she's the only one who could get rid of him. I don't know if she's going to do that. She's got a she's got a very interesting situation on on her hands because she doesn't want to attract a a primary from the left because people mm-hmm. in the, who show up in primaries are the extremes of both parties. So you you know if there was a Republican primary, you know the folks that are on the extreme right. Uh, weigh in tremendously weigh in and they could uh, they usually do have an effect and usually uh, do uh, determine the outcome on the democratic end the the mm-hmm. democrats that come out in a, a primary are, are you know the the mainstays yes but uh, but the extreme motivated left uh, are going to come out so the thing is that there, there are people in that primary that would vote against governor Hochul simply because she removed um, Bragg as a, right. as, as a DA. So the thing is, like, you, right. you're going to remove him from a political standpoint. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it beforehand, um, before the primary. You want to work right, right. who your opponent is. So she's exactly. Do it afterwards. But, yeah, you're right. right. I mean, it's, uh, it is an, an insane situation. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, MelissaItellJoran.com is where everyone should go. And uh, just, uh, you know, watch the documentaries, everybody. Binge listen to everything that we've been doing here and cherry pick uh, so many different uh, so many different shows to choose from. Uh, Melissa, the the overall outlook of this year, I I mean, I would argue that it's the year of the criminal. Right. It's uh, (laughs) that's a good one. Time magazine, the year of the criminal. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I don't mean to make light of this, but I could see this on a Time magazine year end, you know, review the year of the criminal (laughs) person, person of the year. Uh, random shooter. I don't know. (laughs) I, I mean, honestly, I mean, we're looking at a we're looking at a year. That to me looks, uh, you know, the the left is uh, is taking uh, have taken over the cities. I guess they always have had control of the cities, but the extreme mm-hmm. left, the uh, the AOCs of the world, are, are being mm-hmm. heard, and they're dramatically being heard. Are people that were blending into the left just for the sake of college or or for social reasons or whatever that were blending into the left? 
are are they now saying, wait a second, maybe we didn't have this right? Because they're getting a little older, right? The millennials yeah. are getting older, and, and now they have to look at the world in a different way. Um, you know, now we're parents, and, uh, you know, boy, do I want my kid growing up in a, uh, in a mess like this that we have in the city. Um, you know, are, are they losing them? Do are we looking at and, and again, yeah, I mean it sounds funny, but are we looking at twenty twenty two being the, the year of the criminal? I mean it's uh uh it it, it it's it's doesn't look very bright for me. No, I I don't know. We need, really need major change, especially in this city. I think Adam Eric Adams, uh, he he knows he he realizes that that you know he's he's got an uh, an emergency on his hand. He's he's got him, and he said he 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 unveiled his 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 crime program a few days ago, and he really wants to you know take this by the you know grab this by the horn right away and and try to turn it around. I hope he can. Um, and you know he's. He, I think he realizes the, the you know a is the mess that that uh, that Bill De Blasio left us in, and b uh, just how bad how far we've fallen in the in the eight years of Bill De Blasio, and it's come to a head now, and and, and you know it's now or nothing. Yeah, right. So uh, you know let's let's see how it goes. You know if. There's a there's an expression I think Mae West used it somewhere. She said, "If you're going to fight uh, with the devil, uh, you, you can't grab him by the tail. You got to grab him by the horns and and throw him to the ground." And uh, and that is what Mayor Adams is going to have to do. He is going to have to deal with the uh, with with the uh, the criminals in uh, in the harshest. Uh, possible way, especially you know, mm-hmm. shooting cops. I mean, if you if you're willing mm-hmm. to shoot a cop, I mean, what aren't you willing to do? And right. uh, you know, he's going to have to uh, he's going to have to put pressure and, and do all all types of things. Um, he's going to have to come out. He's going to have to come out uh, against this uh, this joke of a uh, of a district attorney in Manhattan who's uh, who's absolutely terrible. Um, by the way. Uh, it's public that our county executive here in Suffolk County, Steve mm-hmm. Brown, not only endorsed mm-hmm. the DA in Manhattan, but he, uh, he oh, is that right? Gave him twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Did he? Does he know him personally? I, I guess so. Well, he was planning on running for office. Ballone was, you know, statewide office. Yeah. And he felt that mm-hmm. he needed uh, right. the support yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, of the left in in Manhattan, and and he did it. But I mean, twenty thousand dollars he gave. Can you imagine giving? 20 cents to this Manhattan mm-hmm. DA. I mean, uh, $20,000 $20, of his own funds or uh, of his campaign, campaign chest? Funds, but still, $20,000. I see. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. $20,000 mm-hmm. for, for this. You know. Well, he probably feels it's a good investment. Yeah, well, he did. It certainly did at the time. I don't know if he still still thinks that, but I mean, $20,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, a little closer to home to you. Uh, county Executive Blakeman, new County Executive, somebody yes. I know, uh, I've known mm-hmm. for years. He's making headlines of his own. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the on the mask mandates, um, mm-hmm. how is that going? I mean, from you got a bird's eye view, and if you're from out of the area, if you're from out of the area, Bruce Blakeman is the County Executive, which is basically the governor of Nassau County, and he's <laughs> about yeah. between mm-hmm. uh, one point three million and one point. Uh, five million people in Nassau County, a lot of people, and it's the uh, the county mm-hmm. that touches New York City, 
and he is uh, he has basically said uh, no masks necessary. Don't worry about wearing masks and everything else. How is that going, Melissa? Well, it depends on your neighborhood, your region of, of, of uh, Nassau County. Um, where I live, they I think they're very mask or uh, very mask supportive, and uh, they were outraged about it. And uh, the governor is hocus pocus. Uh, if she's listening, I'm sorry. I'm doing this in jest. Or if anybody can, who knows her is listening, I'm doing this in jest. It's just funny. Uh, she's got she's to earn losing that name from you. You've given her that name. <laughs> and, and if she does something outstanding, then you'll stop calling a governor hocus pocus. Right, right, exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, she's, she doesn't, she, obviously she clashes with him on that. She says that's, you know, that there's a federal law about that and that this, it's, we're still ruled by that. And, and, and she's, you know, she represents the state. So, uh, and he thinks, you know, he's, he, I, I guess he ran on that that view that uh, it's up to the school districts, let them decide. I know uh, where my son goes to school, they're, they're, they're in way, they're much farther for me. They're mid-island, I suppose, and, and not too far from the, the Suffolk border. Uh, they want masks. They, um, it, it's, I don't think it's a matter of politics. I think you have more Republicans as you go farther out into the island. Uh, but they want masks. They want their kids to wear masks, and and it's a federal it's a federal law too to wear masks on public school buses. So um, a lot of people are not that thrilled with that because uh, many stores still say no no mask, no admittance. Uh, if you if you have no mask, you cannot come in. So uh, may, maybe in other other neighborhoods it's a different story, but um, I know in restaurants. They don't. There, there is no mask Nazi saying, "Oh, you better keep your mask on until the very minute your food comes out." Right. If people take it off, you know, they're they're having a, you know, they're they're having a leisurely time. They're waiting for their their food and talking and whatever drinking. So the uh, the establishments don't, you know, they're not they're they're more lenient when it comes to that. Yeah, you know, I th- there are some people, you know, like I, I live in Rocky Point. Which is, uh, you know, very Republican. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, Trump's yeah. numbers uh, have always been uh, like 60% approval rating here in, mm-hmm. uh, in this particular LD, this legislative district, which is, you know, that's high. I mean, that's high. And this is out of office. You know, Trump um, mm-hmm. he had very high numbers and um, really? mm-hmm. very hard for a Democrat to get elected in this, yeah. in this particular area. That being said, you know, that, uh, that being said, um, it, we hear a lot of support for non-mask out here, and uh, I'm, mm-hmm. listen, I'm all for masks. You know, I'm, I, I, I think it's difficult to mandate adults to do anything. You know, to to wear masks. Mm-hmm. To, you know, it's very difficult. You're gonna, uh, you, you know, you tell somebody they have to, they're gonna fight back, and they're gonna, uh, you know, you're gonna have a powder keg and all of that. But uh, I, you know, I wish people would voluntarily. Would, uh, would voluntarily wear their mask where they're supposed to and, and try to try to do all of that. But, you know, like I, I've heard things, like I've walked in by accident without a mask on to mm-hmm. certain places and, and a guy yeah. would yell out, don't worry, we don't believe in fairy tales here. Come on in. No, you, know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you don't have to believe in, you know, and then, uh, you know, I, I think I told this story once before, but I, I, I mm-hmm. drove, um, I guess it was 2020, 
in mm -hmm. uh, October, right? So maybe late September, October. I drove across country because I oh, yeah? yeah, I mm -hmm. falsely tested positive uh, on mm -hmm. a um, uh, on one of those rapid tests. And, right. And mm -hmm. I didn't want to try getting on the plane, so I I, I uh -huh. to Wyoming. So I just drove. Oh, oh I think I remember your. Yeah, yeah, I think you're. I remember you're telling me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give a speech, and and I didn't mm -hmm. want to miss it, and I didn't want to, you know, chance being on a plane and getting dragged off, and you know that was right, the height right. of the hysteria, and all of that mm -hmm. was going on, and along the way, along the way, um, I, I think one place was Indiana that I passed, mm -hmm. and at one of the rest stops, a big, giant guy walked in without a mask. Big guy. I mean, mm -hmm. like, could have been a football player. Um, Maybe. Yeah, guy, red-headed guy, uh, big Irishman-looking mm -hmm. guy. And, um, and, and I guess a young woman at the, at the counter said, you know, that you'd have to wear a mask. And he says, okay. He said, here's, here's the deal. And he's saying it real loud as a speech. He said, mm -hmm. I, will, I will put on that mask. If everybody puts a sign on here that uh, that that they believe in in uh, in fairy princesses and and uh, you know whatever I forget what he said like fairy tales they but they will have to put the sign on because that's my belief I believe in in that I believe in in, in pixies and elves and uh, all of this. So if, if, you're not going to go with my belief, then I'm not going to go with your fairy tale. Go with yours. Uh, put it, and and a guy came over to him, you know, like a you know, little guy that was uh, behind the counter, uh, and he was a manager. He was like, sir, do you need something quickly? You know, that you, he said, yeah, I just need one thing. He said, then, yeah, do, can you do me a favor? Just get it quickly, and we'll check you out, and, and then let's just let's move on, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. You know, and, and people were like, you know, I, I, I don't even know what the reaction was, but I was like, oh, my God. Let me get the hell out of here, you know? It's, um, you know, crazy mm -hmm. there. And then somebody else uh, made a big deal about it, um, you know, made a big deal about uh, the mask. I, I personally, I, I just, I can't stand the drama of the mask, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, what pe had the people fighting vehemently against it and, and you know, putting, it, it's, it's like this whole thing is pitting us against each other. It is, so, yeah. You know, it, it, the fact that it's politicized is, is is expected but at the same time it's uh it, it's very disturbing to me you know if i'm supposed to put a mask on i put a mask on you know i don't make a big yeah thing. right I'm not gonna give right a speech one way or the other and even here i hope that doesn't sound like a speech it's just you know i'm just pointing out what uh it, you know like what's happening to us over this how we're mm -hmm. reacting to each other i don't know your your thoughts on all of that yeah it's it's, it's that's what it's become this whole COVID has uh this whole uh, debacle has become um, a, a political issue, and 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 the our, our, our foreign adversaries seize on this, and I think uh, they they look at us and they say this is you know there's there's infighting here, they have stupid issues, stupid pettiness going on, they and and they and, and they see us as a, a weak, you know, frivolous, stupid country, and that's what that's exactly what Putin and and uh, and uh, Premier Z are are thinking. I'm sure of that. And that's why they're going to do what they're going to do. They're not afraid of us. They're not afraid of Biden. They look at Biden as some silly old man, you know. And uh, and they and our country isn't is, is is in a horrible mess. I mean, we are we are in tatters basically, and uh, we are sinking rapidly, as a, 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 a into a uh, eventually we're going to be a third-rate power if we're not already there. It, it seems like it's getting there. I I could actually. 
think about it with a straight face. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I just can't, I can't get over it. But I could actually see us um, not being a superpower one day. And, and there's a uh, there's probably people listening right now saying, "What what's he talking about? We're not a superpower now, you know? Like, I, I we're." Mm-hmm. We're not the only, we're not the most powerful mm-hmm. in in the in the world, but are we getting to that point where it's, it's hard to believe? By the way, we've come full circle. We're just about out of time, Melissa. But we started here. We started with Ukraine. Having said all of this, um, I, there, there's no reason for for Putin to fear Joe Biden, right? I mean, he's um, he's he's talking about attacking. Do you think Joe Biden is ever going to do anything to stop Russia? from going into the Ukraine? Uh, I don't know. I don't see how that's possible. He's He's got consequences grave. Well, he doesn't say that, but Jen Psaki was saying that. But uh, I, I doubt it. I, I don't think, uh, you know, if, if, if Putin goes in, and I, I, I still don't see the, the, the urgency for him to go in, but again, you know, he does what he wants. He thinks this is, you know, this is, he's going to create the greater Russia uh, that that he's been dreaming of. Um, this is just, uh, you know, uh, he's playing with us. You know, he's he he thinks it's, he's probably having grand old time, um, and it's it's we're going to look like the, the you know the biggest patsies ever, and uh, you know our, our, one of our so-called allies, Germany. Oh, they don't want to lift a finger to help us. They're getting oil. They need the get the gas pipeline. That's what do they care? They and they run. There is a socialist government. I don't know if they call themselves a national socialist government, oh, that would, you know, but I think you never know. You know, you got some closet Nazis, you know, whose grandparents or great-grandparents were, you know, big players in the Nazi party. Everybody there's got a they, – they, 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 many of them are the grandchildren, or, or if they're elderly, they're the children of big Nazi players. You, Not kidding. Do you want to know something? Two quick thoughts on on what you just said there. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, when I was in Germany in the uh, in the nineties, you know, I was traveling mm-hmm. around Germany, uh, early nineties, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I, I ran into uh, a, a photographer, a guy named Max. I think it was Max Rudolph, and he was a young mm-hmm. guy with long hair, and I was a young guy with long hair, and uh, and uh, you know, I met him and some of his friends, and uh, just kind of traveling. And I asked all of them. This was in Germany. Uh, I, I guess this was Berlin. Yeah, it was Berlin. I asked them all um, if their if their grandparents, if their mm-hmm. their parents and/or grandparents, well, I, you know, the the younger ones, if their grandparents were in the war, and they all had the mm-hmm. same reaction. They all said yes, mm-hmm. um, yes, mm-hmm. but very low rank. They were very low rank. And they all said that mm-hmm. like a mantra, you know, like, the, you know, knee-jerk mm-hmm. reaction. Very low rank, mm-hmm. very low rank. You know, in other right, words, right. Like, you, you don't blame my grandfather. They were drafted. They were drafted. They were in the Wehrmacht, right. so they weren't real Nazis. They were drafted. They were forced to go in. Yeah. yeah. But they always said that. <laughs> then the second thing is uh, there was an old lady, Miss Rada, uh, R-A-D-A. Mm-hmm. She came over on the boat from Czechoslovakia with my, my grandmother, and mm-hmm. I used to help her. Uh, with some chopping when she was sick and whatever, mm-hmm. and when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and right at the time that uh, that West and East Germany were uh, were reemerging, were were uh, connecting again, were, were uni- uh, were, uh, unifying, right, unifying Germany, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. said, "This is trouble. 
watch this is a problem this is not this is not good news for the world um just watch she said they can't they can't control themselves now again that's her saying that and that's a long time ago and germany's been a great ally and and, and all of that but her reaction and a lot of folks from that time period you know who, mm -hmm. who lived during the war they uh mm -hmm. they were disturbed by that they were like this is not a good this is not a good thing the unification of germany is not good and uh I, you know listen on that note any last thoughts on on all of that and you know we need a whole show to talk about germany but um oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but right now russia i think is a bigger big issue but uh, any thoughts on any of that to close Oh, I don't know. Wait to see what happens. Right, locally here we're we're awaiting a major snowstorm, yeah. so um, we don't know when the when the in Ukraine invasion will occur. We know that I'll I'll tell you, and I'm sure a lot of people are are certain of this. Uh, China will go into Taiwan. That's that's almost a definite. Yeah, no doubt. Um, the house on yeah. this one. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I'd like to see what these consequences are. Uh, we're really, you know, we're we're not doing so well when 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 uh, one of our um, allies, so-called allies, Germany, doesn't really give a damn. I mean. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that would be the one that you would count on over there. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure that uh, that our current situation here in America and our uh, current president, I'm not sure that he inspires confidence. Uh, in, in mm -hmm. the rest of the world leaders to get let's get behind mm -hmm. us like you know George Herbert Walker Bush or FDR or, you know something like that you know the, it, I, I just don't see this now in this global mm -hmm. um, uh, coalition gathering behind President Biden on this side maybe maybe that would be but I, I, I don't bet on it anyway Melissa mm -hmm. uh, be careful in the snowstorm have a good weekend. thank you 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 too, and to everyone, anyone in the New York area, yeah, and, and of course on the Northeast Corridor and the coast, yeah, uh, stay safe, and um, thanks to everybody who listens to us all over, you know, all over that, that big horizon, um, you know, just take care of yourselves, because we love you. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, and we appreciate everything. Uh, you have a lot of options, and to listen to us each and every week is uh, very grateful. Frank McKay signing off. Go check out the documentaries at MelissaItellJuran.com, and we'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.